Thank you, thank you for coming back again to listening to the show. We have a showstopper for you today, so get ready, get ready, and get ready. The Jeremiah Bostic Show is brought to you by MediaCast One Network, and the network does not necessarily align with my thoughts and opinions of the Bostic Show. And so therefore, we are a separate entity. Copyright disclaimer under section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976. Allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, education, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statutes that might otherwise be infringing. All right, y'all, let's go ahead and start the show. Femininity. What is femininity? It's a very, very complex question because depending on who you listen to, there appears to be or to always be a certain agenda for or against women femininity. Now, depending on the type of woman you are, modern or traditional, there seems to be some confusion that goes along with the meaning of femininity. And because of the confusion of femininity and today's world we find our marriages and or personal romantic relationships basically out of order respectfully out of the most high God's order now would the world be better off with femininity If we knew the correct correlation between women and their femininity, would the world benefit from it? See, femininity is a very delicate subject indeed, but I am going to do my best with this subject. And remember, I'm only a man. (laughs) I'm only a man. But being that femininity affects most men at their core of masculinity and feminine energy is used to balance out masculine energy. There is a dire need for men such as myself 
to give some perspective on femininity since we as men are drawn to it. All right. Now, the femininity of a woman is so powerful. So powerful. It can make a man do things he thought was never possible or even dream of. I mean, femininity can make a man go to the moon and back just to bring her the rare jewels that are undescribable. A woman's femininity can make a man brighten his horizons and turn dreams into reality from just the tiniest speck of dirt. Femininity can make something so small seem so big in the vision of a man and it tends to put a man on a new level of optimism. It makes a man feel like he can achieve any and everything and he would go to hell and back for her. Femininity makes a man want to sacrifice his life for her in ways he would never ever do for another woman. He wants to take care of his family. And when a man strays, it's her femininity that is able to secure his return because home is where his masculinity dwells within the balance of her femininity. Okay, so what is femininity? And what is so special about a woman's femininity that would make a man go crazy like a kitten on catnip? So in order to define femininity or to at least get a general understanding of it, I chose this time to stay away from the dictionary because, well, I think y'all know how I feel about the westernization of Western philosophy spilled into the meaning of a word and uh, it gives, if not a weak definition of said word, okay? Um, basically, it just gives a flat out liberal viewpoint of the word. So I decided to turn to Wikipedia, okay? And so Wikipedia says, quote, Femininity, also called womanliness, is a set of attributes, behaviors, and roles generally associated with women and girls. Femininity can be understood as socially constructed. There goes that uh, little phrase again, socially constructed. 
And there is also some evidence that some behaviors considered feminine are influenced by both cultural factors and biological factors. To what extent femininity is biologically or socially influenced is subject to debate. It is conceptually uh, distinct from both the female biological sex and from womanhood. As all humans can exhibit feminine and masculine traits regardless of sex and gender. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> um, traits traditionally cited as feminine include gracefulness, uh, gracefulness, uh, gentleness, empathy, humility, and sensitivity. Though traits associated with femininity vary across societies and individuals and are influenced by a variety of social and cultural factors. I give Wikipedia a possible B, maybe B plus, but it does seem like they kind of danced around the definition of femininity. But who can blame them? I mean, do they really want to tee off the feminist? <laughs> now, you can go to TikTok and or Facebook, all right? And there's a lot of different channels that try to define and discuss femininity. And some of them I agree with and some I don't. But one question that sticks in the back of my mind when it comes to the type of femininity that men desire of their women, I, I can't help but think about Kevin Samuels. The late Kevin Samuels as he asked the question, and he asked, he says, what do men want? Okay. And, and he's asking the women on his platform. He's saying, he's asking, what do men want? And do you think that these women know what men want? Do you think any of those women could answer or give an answer to Kevin Samuel's question. See, men want a woman who is feminine, but you have to ask the question, what is it? And what does femininity look like? Does it look like women in bikinis playing football on a football field? tackling each other and throwing five yard passes to each other and making touchdowns? Or is it the WNBA player running up and down the basketball court, shooting threes and dribbling and trying to dunk on other women, which very few do, by the way. 
Um, apparently not, because if that's the type of femininity men wanted, the Bikini Football League and the WNBA would probably just be as big, if not bigger, than the NFL and or WNBA. All right. Now, don't hate me for telling the truth. I know. Trust me, I know. The truth hurts. Okay? The truth always hurts. Okay, so before we try to tackle the femininity crisis, I have a question. Quick question, okay? Can femininity be equal to masculinity? Can femininity be equal to masculinity? A lot of feminists would say it would be equal, but I'm asking the traditional woman. I'm asking the Proverbs 31 woman, are you equal? Are you equal to the everyday masculine of a man? And if so, how does it change the dynamics of your relationship? And how does it change the dynamics of a marriage? Okay. There is a popular YouTuber and I like her a lot. I think she's wonderful and she's like a femininity influencer. Okay. And her name is Nicole Michelle. Okay. And Nicole Michelle, she has books and study groups and um, things on femininity, uh, a, a channel, a, a whole channel on femininity. Okay. So if you're interested, go to uh, YouTube and type in her name, Nicole Michelle. Okay. And listen and listen to her, learn from her. Okay. Because a lot of, a lot of the time she is spot on. Okay. And for the younger females. Okay. I would suggest you listen to Danica Marie. But we're talking mainly about Nicole Michelle because she deals more with older and more mature women who are looking into tapping into their femininity. But anyways, she borrowed a clip from uh, for her show about the question I asked and uh, eloquently the, the clip answered my question. Okay. On equality between femininity and masculinity. All right. Now I've already read the copyright of 1976. So here it is. Feminist, get off my app. Femininity is what the gentlemen are looking for on my app. And you're going to have a much more success on my app. Um, femininity is so powerful and amazing. 
and awesome. You don't think you can be feminine and a feminist? No. How come? It's an oxymoron. What about the definition of a feminist is just someone who believes in equal rights between men and women? I don't believe in equal rights between men and women. How come? Absolutely not. I work with Navy SEALs. You think I could keep up with those guys? No, and nor would I want to. Can I shoot a gun? Absolutely. Do I sleep with a gun? I do. A Glock. And I have an AR. But could I keep up with those guys? No, I couldn't. And nor do I want to profess to. But can I teach them things in certain arenas? And I do. But I think we need each other. So I, I don't believe in equal rights and equal strength and equal everything. By the way, it's a falsehood. It's the biggest false narrative that we have today. All right. And so I agree with the clip. Okay. It's uh, actually from Nightline. Okay. But she's right. It's a falsehood politically driven by feminists who want to be masculine because they see masculinity as weak and unattractive to them. I can do anything and everything a man can do. I am the leader of my household. No man can lead or have the right to lead me. <laughs> you know, uh, my ex-wife told me one time when she came back from visiting Chicago, she said, I'm going to get my business started off the ground. And no one, not even her husband, is going to stop her from doing it. And I'm like, what? Nobody is keeping you from getting your business off the ground. And you know what? I supported her. I supported her dream of having her own business and never said anything against it. But my ex-wife, who strongly believes she is the Proverbs 31 woman, self-proclaimed, <laughs> told me I'm not going to lead her to do anything. And after that day, my love for her didn't stop, but my respect for her dwindled significantly to the point to where I didn't want to come home. Okay. I didn't want to come home. And when I was home, I just dreaded it. You do have wives and girlfriends who will try to fight you over leadership of the house. All right. They want to be masculine. They are the modern woman you see today. Whether you're in your 20s, all the way into their 50s and a little beyond. And they wonder why they can't stay married long or why they can't get or even find a man suitable to them. And a matter of fact, 
Well, here's a matter of fact. That's what I meant to say. Here's the truth. And I'm going to tell you the truth. And it's going to hurt. Women, it is going to sting. And I know you're going to hate me for this, but I got to say it. Because you need to know. A woman needs to be suitable to a man. Not the other way around. I'm going to say that again. A woman needs to be suitable to a man. Not the other way around. Why? Because he who finds a good woman, he finds her. He searches for her. He relegates if he wants to marry you or not. And if he does, then you can decide if you share his sentiments and marriage but he decides first ladies he decides first well uh, jeremiah that that's sexist that's yeah that's you're being a sexist right now no no i'm not and another thing before we move on i'm gonna go ahead and prove it to you here the bible states Of course, you know, this is for those who profess to be Christian, Catholics and Hebrew Israelites and Messianic Hebrew, Muslim Jews and so forth. All right. In Genesis chapter two, verse 18, God said, and listen carefully, God said, it is not good for the man to be alone I will make a helper who is just right for him this text suggests that a husband uh, needs his wife to be his companion alright a wife is called to be her husband's best friend now Let's take the phrase. I will make a helper who is just right for him. I'm going to say it again. I will make a helper who is just right for him. Not for her, but for him. So he, the man, the masculine, finds a woman who is suitable for him. Kevin Samuels again, folks. When he asked his female audience, what do men want? He wants somebody suitable for him. Oh boy. I can see the hate emails coming in now. Ooh, I can see it. 
I didn't hit the nail in the coffin with that one. But I'll just sit back. Hey, because ladies and gentlemen, I just backed it up with truth. And I just proved it to you with Genesis chapter two. Okay. All right. So moving on quickly. I'm running out of time here and uh, I might have to do a part two, but let's get to the, the meat of the question. Okay. That was stated earlier or asked earlier. What is femininity? Men, what is femininity? Women, are you the definition of femininity? What is a feminine woman? Proverbs 31 verse 10. All right. And this is coming from the new international version of the Bible. And so I did look over it extensively to make sure it was agreeable with the King James version. Okay. Uh, it's okay. So it reads who can find a virtuous woman. Let me stop there for a second. Take the word virtuous and flip it with, flip it out for feminine, okay? Because they're both basically the same thing. Just like earlier, Wikipedia said that the word femininity, you can also call that women, womenly list. It's kind of a tongue twister, but womenly list womanliness there you go womanliness all right so it reads who can find a virtuous woman she is worth far more than rubies her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value Basically, he trusts her. He's willing to trust everything she says, everything she does, because she carries value. Her femininity is her value. A lot of women are asked today, what do you bring to the table? And you know, a lot of women, they fail to accurately state what they bring to the table. You bring the value of femininity to the table. That's what you bring. It is more valuable than anything. That's what a man wants in a woman. That's the type of value. Moving on. She brings him good, not harm all the days of her life. Okay. Look, the man is going to love her. Okay. And he's going to sacrifice her and he's going, uh, he's going to sacrifice for her. I'm sorry. And he's willing to die for her. But if that woman 
brings disdain to the house, brings any type of harm to the house. Should he? Should he risk his life for something stupid that she did? You know? She selects wool and flax and works with her eager hands, okay? She's out there in the garden. She doesn't mind getting her hands dirty. She doesn't mind filling the flax full of water or whatever to drink, you know, for her family, okay? And she doesn't mind selecting the wool because she's about to stitch clothes together for her family, for her husband, and for her children. She is like the merchant ship bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still dark. She provides food for her family and portions for her servant girls. Okay, well, we are living in modern times now, so we wouldn't be having um, servants, you know, uh, I guess maybe only the um, the rich and powerful, okay? But for us normal people, we don't we shouldn't have to worry about uh, servants and stuff. But it says, you know, she provides food for her family. You know, she's up uh, and still dark, which is basically early, early morning, okay? Fixing food for her and her family. You know, so she, you know, the family can go to, the, the children go to school and the husband's getting ready to go to work. Okay. Um, she considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. Okay. She's out there planting food. All right. She's out there providing food for her husband and for her children. Okay, she doesn't mind working. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her task. Okay. Um, she sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. No, her light doesn't go out at night because she is the light that's in the darkness when that man is feeling down she becomes his light her influence can brighten a man's day that's what femininity does in her hand she holds the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers okay um, she opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. She's willing to help anybody and everybody. You know, back during Bible days and um, even after the Bible days, let's say, uh, the, you know, when the U.S. was being formed, okay, uh, you had men on horseback going out west, uh, like Texas, um, New Mexico, Arizona, California, 
Okay. And after these cowboys would be on a long journey on, you know, horseback, they might see a house and they might stop by and see if they can get some water and some bread or something to eat. And she would be obliged to do so. With no questions asked, she'd probably do the asking, would you like uh, something to drink on your journey? Would you like me to fix you some food? Okay. Um, when it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She's going to keep her family clothed. If she needs to make clothes for her husband, she's going to do it. If she needs to make clothes for her children, she's going to do it. And she's not going to complain. She makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Okay. And that purple represents, uh, I'm not sure. I think it, probably represents royalty to some degree. Uh, I'm not going to start lying there. (laughs) Um, Her husband is respected at the city gate where he takes his seat amongst the elders of the land. Ladies, you are the representation of that man. When he goes off to work and he's around his peers, you know, he's looking good. He's got his shirt on, his pants creased, you know, um, his shoes polished, you know, to some degree, you know, dude is looking sharp. And that's because of you. So when he goes out, when he goes to work and let's say he, let's say his shirt was wrinkled and his pants were blah, 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 you know, you know what his friends are going to say or what his boss is going to say or whomever, you know, maybe he's uh authority over. They're going to be thinking in their mind, Ugh, what type of woman does he have at home? Why? Because the woman represents her husband. Her femininity coincides with his masculinity. All right. Um, she makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. She is clothed in strength and dig and in dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. Yes, she's she's cloth, uh, clothed in strength and dignity. All right. She's dignified. Why? Because she has to, like I said, she's the res, uh, representation of her husband. So wherever she goes, she has to carry herself with dignity. She has to clothe herself with some type of respect for her husband and her children. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction 
is on her tongue. Man, you know, when, when I come home, I want a woman to say, hey, babe, is everything okay? And, you know, if things are not, you know, she's got the perfect words to say to me. She uses her wisdom. You know, just her words, just her tongue can change the way that I feel and think about certain things, okay? Like I say, it's very powerful. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness, okay? Basically, she's not lazy, okay? She's not lazy. You know, she, she's going to take care of her house. Her children arise and call her blessed. Her husband also, as he praises her. He praises her. More than likely, he praises her with shalom, with blessings. But, you know, praising is, 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 is high. It's is high, is a high blessing to be praised. Many women do noble things. Um, many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Because of your femininity, how you carry your femininity makes you far more attractive than any other woman could be. You're 40 years old, you're 45 years old, you're sitting out there at 50 years old and you wonder why you're not married. I bet you if you go to Nicole Michelle's channel on YouTube and learn about femininity and let her teach you and show you some tricks of the trade and things, I bet at 40, 40, 45, 50, 60 years old, I bet you'd be married. Of course you would. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Femininity. If your femininity is beautiful inside, it's going to shine on the outside as well. Okay. Give her the reward she has earned and let her works bring her praise at the city gates. Self-explanatory. Before I end, I want to make sure that if you say you're a virtuous woman, if you claim to be feminine, if you during the dating phase pretend to be feminine, but then once you marry, your so-called virtual uh, femininity goes away. I just want to read to you Proverbs 12, verse 4, which says, A virtuous woman is a crown to her husband. But she that makes him ashamed is as rottenness in his bones. 
Ladies, a man will leave you if your femininity is not up to par. A man will leave you and a man will cheat on you. A man will lose respect and sacrifice for you. If your femininity is not up to par, you let that man be masculine and lead. You allow your femininity to shine from the inside in order to light up the world. All right. Quote of the week comes from Farrah Fawcett. She says, God gave women intuition and femininity. Used properly, the combination easily jumbles the brain of any man I've ever met. Ladies, femininity is power. I actually believe femininity is the key to a successful relationship. Keep femininity in God's order and you and your relationship and children will be surely blessed. This has been another episode of the Jeremiah Bostic Show. Whether you hate me or you like me, write me, email me, Instagram me, MediaCast One Network on Facebook me, Twitter me, or just email me at therealjeremiahbostic at gmail.com. Stay blessed. Good tidings. And Shalom.